you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unique Leaders Live. It's Friday, my favorite day of the week, to be with you and to introduce to you my amazing guest. I cannot wait for you to meet Lokesh. I have known Lokesh for many years, but never really um, one-on-one, so to speak. We've communicated through the industry. He is an amazing uh, biochemist, and he'll explain all about that and in his story. But Unique Leaders is basically for you to hear their story. Because during the uh, challenging year of 2020, so many people were just by themselves, and they needed encouragement. And that's how this uh, Unique Leaders started, to share with you people's stories which are just like yours. And you can glean from them and glean from those stories because they say uh, success leaves clues. Clues are great, but I want the whole story for you. I want you to be able to see yourself in their stories. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you my dear friend, Lokesh. Hello, everyone. This is Lokesh. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. No, thanks for calling me on your show. It's a pleasure to me. Really, you know, we uh, have connected because we've been in the same industry. I have a skincare brand, Novitas Spa Clinicals. You've helped me here and there with many different things, uh, but you were working for a company, so it was difficult to have you do anything for me at that point. But I absolutely saw your brilliance and just cannot wait for you to share that brilliance with our guests. So let's begin the Lokesh story. Now, you um, were born in India, is that correct? Yeah, Yeah. so uh, I was born and brought up in India, uh, the city everyone knows in the world. I was born in the city of Agra, which is in northern part of India and known for the seventh, modern seventh wonder of the world, Mm -hmm. the Taj Mahal. Yes. So I was born in that city. My father was engineer. And from that city, my education, my schooling started. So I have two brothers, two sisters, very small, unique family. And uh, I was, I was so just to let you know how I got interested in the cosmetic and yeah. medicines and this industry. So it was very unique. And my always interest was toward the cosmetic and medicines. And uh, my when my sister and my when we were in a teenage, my sister and my mom used to bring a lot of cosmetics. I was always inclined to towards those cosmetics, the face lotion, anti-aging cream, the color cosmetic. I used to see their ingredient, how this is made. Mm-hmm. And in fact, about the towards the medicine side, I was kind of a maybe 13, 14 year old. On that mm-hmm. time, I was start distributing the medicines to my servant at home if they have pain, they have some body problem, they have some. So that was kind of a thing that started in my itself from my childhood. Right. And I start asking, I mean, how can I enter in this field if I'm kind of a more interested towards, you know, uh, making mm-hmm. a career in this? 
then one of my doctor uncle start telling me hey you need to you know pursue the pharmaceutical side of the courses or biology and in india it happens in very very young age i mean when the child is in a 10th grade 9th grade they start forming their mind uh, where they need to go you know mm-hmm. which field what courses they need to pursue and what they need to do it so that's what at that age 9th or 10th grade i start forming my mind oh i wanted to be a either pharmacist or a doctor I then see. i entered into the you know biology classes then uh, by the age of 17 18 when i was graduated from high school i was kind of a made my mind firm oh i wanted to either pharmacist or maybe a doctor so uh, then uh, i start getting ready for the competitive exam which is very common in india if you want to go in engineering side or medical side you have to appear in a competitive then you want to be a kind of a uh, want to go in those colleges so uh, finally i got into the pharmacy college and i did my graduation in pharmaceutical chemistry and in 1996 and uh, then by that time i was ready to go into the industry but something happened i mean and and something happens in your life for certain reason and that's what i start believing in i became a pharmacist i was working in a research and development of pharmaceutical industry where i was working on injectables and um, you know the formulation development new doses form like that then well, let, me, also- let, me, let me stop you for a minute so you say injectables now you don't yes. mean like botox and the those types of injectables you so, mean what type right. of injectables are you speaking so injective when we talk about injectables it could be a antibiotic injectables okay. or any cosmetic injectables okay so they are of course you develop the doses form based on that so mm-hmm. botox is a similar kind of a injectables formulations where we do the topical treatments you know oh. so uh, what somehow something happens i mean i went to a interview for a for a job in r&d in a pharmaceutical and uh, uh, basically the 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 fmcg goods company fmcg means fast moving consumer goods company mm-hmm. very known in india multinational company uh, dabur and uh, they had offer me uh, why don't you work in our cosmetic division where we are bringing every year a lot of new products for skin care hair care body care and that company used to create a lot of uh, new uh so so and somehow uh i i got i accepted that position i said okay and um, i start working in a core r&d of 110 scientists that the whole research foundation had a 110 scientists senior junior top level of management and i start working as a principal research scientist in a in a in a cosmetic lab where i start learning Uh, uniquely to create the formulation of skin care uh, hair care body care oral care and we were using with all kind of a unique ingredient which has some functionality for the skin mm-hmm. uh, and um, like i developed a, the hair care formulation with the extract of amla and methi where it was performing as a anti dandruff functionality as well as conditioning so and skin care we were using all natural ingredient which are now coming after 20 years in mm-hmm. getting popular like turmeric mm-hmm. uh, sandalwood neem and you you name anything we were playing with those extract creating 
they are they are they are material raw material in the lab performing with other division to create do, to look at the functionality to generate their clinical uh, patterns then using into the formulation just when, share, i just want to share something uh, with our guests that are watching i really implore you to share this out because today what lokesh is speaking about this was in the late 90s correct lokesh yes yes, yes so this is in the beginning of the result oriented pharmaceutical medical grade skin care or right. then you would say also ayurvedic to organic to natural all of those words and right. and so what he is sharing is the real deal you might pick up a book you know, don't take me to the cosmetic counter. Well, those people right. are basically marketers. This right. is the real deal. This is a person who is a formulator, who understands ingredients. So if you have any interest, and this is not just for women, but if you have any interest in beauty, in cosmetics, in biochemistry, in formulating, in engineering, share this out because this is really a story he's going to get into his his further journey of how he got to the united states but right. this is the essence of also what i also want to feature because he's not going to say this is that this was a young man brought up by you know um, well-educated parents but he had a wanderlust he had an interest in creating and you may have oh. an interest in creating right lokesh Right, 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 right. So I was, I was coming to the other part of the story, journey in the U.S. How well, I just wanted people to share this out because I was remiss yes. to say that in the beginning. Right. But I wanted people to share this out because this is a very powerful and important story. So go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, you you are exactly right, and uh, and uh, that's very important too. Sometimes I'm telling a story and people miss out what I, I do. But what I'm trying to tell that do the things which are getting popular now in U.S. Exactly. Naturality, the whole industry is talking about now the naturality, the clean ingredient, recycling, upcycling, organic. So we were playing those things in late 90s. So, exactly. so that's what that's what happened. I, I worked there in that uh, core research company for uh, basically, you know, five years mm -hmm. in a core R&D company name was Dower Research Foundation. Then I got a chance to come to the U.S. One of the contract manufacturer in U.S. hired me. They brought me because when we talked about uh, how to create a formulation, what are the necessary, uh, you know, factors in developing a high-end skincare formulation or high-end hair care formulation, then I got through a couple of interviews. Then they liked and they brought me to the U.S. So that's what my journey started in the U.S. in 2001 mm -hmm. and uh, North California. Uh, company was based there. I was working in a R&D and it is a journey because I had a lot of experience working in a medium management senior scientist level. But when I came to the U.S., I started working kind of a, you can say, junior chemist. But that's it. But to me, I mean, that's the journey of every person where when you go down, you fall, you learn. Mm -hmm. And I learned the things technically, which I was. But when I came, I kind of started at that level. And uh, I used to work with um, all kind of a, uh, people who are coming uh, to the industry very new. They know about the skincare. They don't know about the skincare. 
the people like you from coming from the spa side oh i want locate uh, treatment products uh, who could treat you know the dark spot age spots and i was all into that and i was very fond of her readings what is coming new to the market mm-hmm. what the new technology ingredients are coming so you will i want to share one more story to with you please in 90s when i was doing my masters in pharmaceutical chemistry mm-hmm. uh, my my dissertation work my thesis work was on the peptides ah in late 90s and ah. you will not believe my my guide told me lokesh i'm telling you you pursue this research project on the peptides and peptide would be the future of the industry in pharma as well as in a cosmetic amen mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. on that time i did start i did the synthesize the peptide in the lab mm-hmm. then use in a drug formulation to increase the potency of that uh, the functionality of the sleepingness or, or or the pain relieving action and i did use those peptides there tripeptide dipeptide pentapeptide i synthesized myself in the lab and use in a formulation Man. and you will not believe when i came to us the first peptide i used in a skincare formulation was metrixil right mm-hmm. so metrixil was of course uh, developed by the company cederma but that was the first peptide became popular in a high end skincare formulation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i i had a very you know kind of a deep interest for the ingredients as well as the formulation journey started in 2001 i start connecting with the people all kind of you know brand side uh, high end skin care niche market skin care natural side of the skin care you know and uh, organic certified organic and i used to i used to be only one you know formulator in the lab i used mm-hmm. to work with all multiple kind of a things apart from you know i used to work i used to wear the multiple hats you can say that i used to be r&d person i used to be customer service i used to do you know quality control as well a lot of things but i'm so happy doing those time uh, you know that kind of a work because that gave me an immense experience exactly. of exactly. all the things to start so, your own business to start business. your own business yeah You're right mm-hmm. so i used to go into the production manufacturing Uh, helping the compounders how to solve the problem if a batch has gone bad how to fix that batch to in you know, a corrective actions and uh, since i know the up and down of the formulation uh, if this fails in the manufacturing then how to make it correct so those kind of things i learned a lot being there and i all, i'm always thankful of that time because i learned a lot of things in the of the us industry yes so well, let me ask you a question um because you're speaking about peptides and there're many a peptides are an amino acid the building right. block of our dna structure exactly so with that said though and you're saying that back in the 90s you were working in r&d in india with a myriad of peptides you know right. types of peptides right. but one of the things i'd like you to touch on uh with our guests is that and this is something that i feel very strongly about personally cuz like you know i've been uh formulating since uh products not me personally but the labs i've worked with since 1992 i was one of the original glycolic acid alpha hydroxy lines right. out in the united states sold to salons and spas uh called glycolic and then i reengineered glycolic in 97 and expanded the ba- the the line a bit and launched novitas spa clinicals right. so one of the things i've been educating though since the early 90s is that <clears throat> no two products are created the same 
and it's based on the quality of ingredients, science and research, and how the product is actually put together, the recipe, the formula. So just share a little bit about that, because what is, I feel, um, people are so mis, um, they misunderstand that they just feel like we, you and I have talked about before, you know, if something smells good, they like it. Well, that's crazy because fragrance yes. is one of the most sensitizing ingredient there is. So it should be fragrance free. But right. separate from that, talk a little bit about the fact that it really is about the quality of ingredients, the science and how it's put together. Right. So this industry has become so much varied in terms of uh, what kind of product people wanted to sell to the customer. Mm-hmm. So I'm a formulator. And I always give an example when someone comes to me to formulate a product with mm-hmm. performing ingredients, we said cosmetic performing ingredient or active ingredient. I always ask two things uh, to my client. Do you really want to create a good product with the functionality or you just want to make a product and sell to the market? So majority of them, of course, say, no, we want really performing formulation. And I always say that I'm a formulator. Mm-hmm. I can create a product which you want. But like, for example, uh, do you want to create a car like a Honda Accord or you want to create a car like a Porsche or, or Audi? So different. you can see now the difference. So that's mm-hmm. what the industry. So some people really like you want to come in and you say, no, I want performing whatever I'm giving to my client. I really want to have that performance, what I'm claiming with that. So for example, that time in late 90s, glycolic acid, or we call it uh, alpha hydroxy acids are Mm -hmm. very popular, Mm -hmm. like uh, glycolic acid by itself, lactic acid and other acids, which are which fall in the category of uh, uh, alpha hydroxy acid. Then we have beta hydroxy acid, like salicylic acid. Mm-hmm. which is a little stronger exfoliating agent. Mm-hmm. So the time, depending on how and what kind of skin we are using, depend. this is very important to, uh, to start calculating the concentration of glycolic acid, how much you want in there. It should not hurt the skin. So depending on the formulation, uh, you know, depending on from 2% to the 20% and the peels of these formulation mm-hmm. could be generated. So that's a glycolic acid, but the drawback was those formulation was they were irritating to the skin to the, some people and they were not able to use. But over the year in these many years have come now, we have so many other formulation which are uh, ingredient which are derived from the natural sources. They give the performance like glycolic acid mm-hmm. or lactic acid, but they do not irritate the skin. Mm-hmm. So the same difference with uh, retinol, meaning retinol. That, that, which is a derivative, derivative of vitamin A. Exactly. Um, and so uh, retin-A, which is a drug, right. was a very uh, irritating to the irritating. skin, dried the skin, thinned the right. skin. But like right. you just said, there's derivatives of it that have um, uh, create the same result but without the negative side effect. Yes. Negative exactly. side effect. Mm-hmm. So this is what's happening. This research is happening in the last so many years. Mm-hmm. New drugs are coming since our so so we were talking about how the formulation so formulation is a very art formulation is art i can create a formula which is you can sell at one dollar and i can create a formula you can sell for hundred dollar mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and 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 the the ingredient selection of ingredient is very important in a formulation yes. what we want to achieve 
we can put together for uh, the the ingredient but it is becomes uh, important for the formulator to make it a stable product just another aspect is stable stable means i am making a formula which is commercializable which goes to the market without any problem Mm-hmm. there is a self life of that formula it goes for 6 month to 1 year or 2 year and without any issue like for example vitamin c in late 90s ascorbic acid was highly recommended for skin care as a vitamin c ingredient right ascorbic acid only on that time and people were making ascorbic acid based formula cream lotions peels mm-hmm. or serums using 10% vitamins uh, ascorbic acid 15% 20% but what was happening ascorbic acid has a very low level of stability right. when it go it, it turns brown very quickly the moment right. you add into the water it will turn start browning and browning means it is oxidizing so over the maybe a month time or two month time the activity of as- ascorbic acid is kind of killed in the formulation mm-hmm. so now uh, how to make the stable product with ascorbic acid so we had the avenues to make a stable product with ascorbic acid as well but now with the time ascorbic acid turned into the derivatives stable derivative mm-hmm. like magnesium ascorbyl phosphate mm-hmm. uh, sodium ascorbyl phosphate uh, over the period of time now we have very high end ethyl ascorbate mm-hmm. or uh, or ether ascorbic acid they are so much stable you make them they perform the same way the ascorbic acid is performing mm-hmm. and you have the stability for a year or two year mm-hmm. yeah so so but they are expensive of course they are very high end ingredients that's what the i say uh, when the client comes to me what do you want do you want a honda accord or you want a audi so i can create similar way i can create a two kind of formulation uh, you want the low uh, price or you want the high price what the pharma consultant so this journey started i worked for a long time in with that um, uh, company where i learned then i moved to another next level i start working with a branded company uh, where my brand were the natural uh, you know uh, products like uh, avlon organics and jason natural and i worked there for uh, 5 years in their r&d i headed their r&d and kind of a uh, there is always a uh, innovation and renovation what is being created it is always need a uh, uh, improvement any technology you take it any technology you take the uh, uh, information technology computer or any technology you take it will need a renovation after some time yes you know mm-hmm. so that's what in the cosmetic industry same way so you make a product i mean 20 year ago now there are so many things has come which are far better they are they are new technology they have better benefits i mean for the skin or hair or for the body so it needs so the the formulation which are being developed 15 year ago now they need a renovation how we can renovate that so right. that's the kind of a art the whole art of formulation development lot of people just mix the things give it to the client and move on then they face the problem oh my product is getting brown it is not stable i sent from new new jersey to the california they are separating now this so these all problem a formulator has a genuine duty to fix this issues and make a, a good product for their client so this you know, is the whole 
Yeah. Lord. No, I was just going to say, I use the analogy of, and you're talking about ascorbic acid, and I'm talking, when I, I, you know, your Honda versus the Audi, but I will say, you know, you can go to Sally's and buy a, a vitamin C product and it's $12 for an ounce. And then you can go to um, a spa and it's $75 an ounce, uh, you know, so why, you know, one ounce jar. So what is the difference? If, it, if the uh, packaging and the marketing says, um, vitamin C, what's the difference? And it is back to, I love what you just said about the, um, you know, the formula. It's an art. I love that because it is like, you know, your mother's famous, uh, you know, holiday recipe. That was an right. art. And it's very <laughs> yeah. difficult to replicate that. Right, and so it is really that you, and I think that, uh, that is the key to your story. Like when you were a young uh, guy looking at your mother's products and your sister's products you know it was it was in you to create yeah. that and yeah. but, it, but but it was an art and yes. you just continued on to learn and then put that together and then be able to use your art that's just i love that yeah and as of today also i mean um so when so i will start working with the brand side uh, next five six years then i moved to the contract manufacturing again so I love both side of working, brand mm -hmm. side as well as contract manufacturing. Of course, contract manufacturing, R&Ds are very fast paced. They work and and which probably I like. I wanted to do keep doing something, you know, something. Mm -hmm. So oh, this new raw material has come. This natural gum has come. Can we create the good serum with this natural gum without using a synthetic gum? Can we use this upcycled material which is coming from the wood or cellulose? Can we try? So this is it. It is in me. As of today, also being running my the consulting company, I spend every day a few hours on the bench to create something new, and that's what my 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 yeah. passion is. Yeah, my passion is, and I, I I wanted to keep following my passion for the whole life till I can work and I can of course provide the good product and very mm -hmm. nice and clean product for to the my client as well as to the industry. We have to look at this scenario now. The world has changed so much now. Yes. Uh, you see, once upon a time, the things were just going. Uh, people were using synthetic things. They were they were not using the paper thing. They were using the plastic. Now you see the whole world is juggling with the problem of the plastic, uh, non-decomposable things which are not decomposed. And they are just kind of a floating in the beaches or ocean or rivers. And, and in jungles, you know, people are cutting the jungles. I mean, without knowing that what the damage they are causing to the whole earth or, or universe. So those things, we need to bring it back yes. uh, to, the, to the industry, uh, mm -hmm. of course, in our cosmetic industry. Mm -hmm. And if you see earlier, we, people were using the plastic beads for the scrub. Now the things changed. Now we, nowadays, the upcycling materials are coming into the exfoliation means the, the 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 tree which has already fallen they are now kind of a waste uh, we take it uh, the supplier or the manufacturer of the new raw material they take it out the important material from that tree then make the product out of that which oh, is now getting popular and it is this process is called upcycle huh. so so there is a recycling process recycling means the yeah. tin jar can plastic we throw into the recycling bin they melted they create the new again but these are the this is the problem with the recycling of course this is good we are using and we are not bringing the new material to the making the new 
uh, product which are mm -hmm. non-decomposable, you can say that. Right. But again, this will the whole life will go like this. But upcycling is a new uh, practice where we are using the material which is can be uh, which is kind of a uh, not usable we are bringing to the life to the usable material now this usable material will be decomposed into the nature wow. so no damage to the nature yeah wow. so wow. things have have changed so much things are changing so much and i i really appreciate the whole world is coming our industry is coming and uh, uh, contributing in that a lot in a way like uh, everyone uses the cosmetic in daily, if you start your day, you are using a shampoo, you are applying the treat, mm -hmm. and things are going with the water into the drain. And we need to make sure they are not harmful for the aquatic life. Yes. They are not harmful for the other people. They are just kind of going safely into the drainage. That's what the formulator has a great responsibility to create a yes. real clean and natural formulation when the client comes and asks us to do that. Amen. And that's Amen. what my I feel my duty, and I do that. Amen. And, you know, um, as you're talking, you're saying so much um, about the evolution of ingredients, utilizing them in skincare, skincare, obviously changing. I've re-engineered my line three times since oh, okay. uh, the, the uh, yeah, the, the beginning. Um, but, you know, uh, back in the day, I remember like in the early 90s, uh, uh, the um, I forget what the, even the word was, but the exfoliating beads were plastic. And then right. all of a sudden, probably late 90s, they were banned. And yeah. so like in my one of my cleansers, there's jojoba beads because they're, oh. you know, squishy, soft and biodegradable. Right. So let share with our guest a little bit, because I, I really do find that this is also confusing for people uh, and because there's so much misinformation right. is about the term clean, because I call my line a clean line. So, and you may use that term earlier. So explain that versus organic, because those two are very misunderstood. Yeah, so organic, so clean and organic, they're the two different terminology. Organic material, which are being produced without using any chemical in them. So they are kind of like, let's say, if we are creating a plant extract and we said this is organic, what does that mean? Yeah. That means is, uh, let's say, like simple example of green tea extract, organic, certified organic. Okay. okay, what is that? So it means the green tea plant, which is grown in an area where no pesticide or no fertilizers or no chemical have been used throughout from seeding to its plant. Certified organic. We uh -huh. take it out. We we use we make the extract we use the extract making them either into under the steam distillation mm -hmm. or without any um, uh, solvents like glycols, 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 right. glycols. we don't use that right. we just take the extract is steam distillate and take the active component of the green tea and put into the water with the maybe with the safe preservative or maybe with the certified organic glycerin so mm -hmm. certified organic glycerin is also produced from the plants which are organically grown and mm -hmm. we uh, extract the glycerin out of that. So, so, the key, but, so the key of what you just said, just for our guests, is that there has to be a long process, meaning i.e. that the uh, plant was not in uh, exposed to any pesticides. And, right. and so it wasn't 
um, I don't want to use the word tainted, but it was truly that very, very methodical process. Right. 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 Yes. And so it. it doesn't make it. But so I'm going to ask you a question before you go into clean. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that most that word organic is used and certainly five, 10 years ago it was used incorrectly? That yes. unless it has the USDA seal, it really is mm-hmm. not organic. Would you agree? You with are that? right. Totally agree with you. Okay. So the time the terminology started, the certified organic, mm-hmm. people were not clear. There were not clear definitions. There were not mm-hmm. clear guidelines from right. US FDA. Then slowly in these many years, now there are clear cut guidelines from right. the US FDA uh, Agriculture Department of um, you know uh, United States of America. So they have given the guidelines. These are the approved thing to be used for organic grown product. These are the items not to be used. Mm-hmm. So there is a strict list of uh, regulation and guideline for the grower. You will follow that. And mm-hmm. now in last, I can say maybe 10 years, mm-hmm. the, uh, the USDA department has been so much actively involved with the manufacturer mm-hmm. as well as the manufacturer of the finished product. Mm-hmm. If I claim today uh, my product is certified organic and I'm producing US FDA or USDA, uh, you know, they can come at any time and they can see what's your process, right. where you are purchasing from, how the manuf- the vendor of supplier of the raw material is certified mm-hmm. or not, everything they now check. So it has been improved so much. So nowadays we can expect if someone is put the seal of US DA, Mm-hmm. Then we can say that yes, this is a truly a natural product, truly right. a clean. I mean, certified organic. Right. Now we come to the clean side. Right. Clean means there are a lot of raw materials uh, which we f- use in the formulation and create the final product, like cream, lotion, hair care product. Clean means the the raw material being produced from the plant, but not necessarily the plant is grown as a organically. It is coming from the plant, or we use sometimes they are the, the 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 material which are not organic, but they are not chemical, like like propendiol. Propendiol is a natural, uh, natural kind of a humectant material, mm-hmm. which is which replaces the uh, the pentylene glycol or or butylene glycol or propylene glycol. These synthetic material, which are coming from the petroleum industry. So, so the petrol. So we have petroleum industry. Everyone knows that. So petroleum industry, after creating the petrol, it creates a lot of byproduct. Those byproduct kind of a waste, but industry use them to create the material which can be used in some other other industry like silicones. Mm-hmm. Silicones are the product from the byproduct of petroleum industry. Similarly, like petroleum jelly, there are a lot of other material like that which come from a uh, byproduct from the petroleum industry. So they are kind called as a synthetic raw material. But the material which are coming from the industry, maybe they are byproduct, but they are clean. They are they are naturally derived. So exactly. for naturally derived material where no synthetic or no pesticide right. or no harmful chemical being used throughout their processing, they are called as a clean ingredient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They may not be organic, they may not be completely natural, but they are the clean ingredient. Right. They have the least harmful effect on the skin. Like for example, the environmental working group. 
EWG is working uh, very good with the brands, with the cosmetic manufacturer, and they start giving their rating to or e, uh, EWG seal on the product which are um, certified by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, environmental working group EWG. You yeah. might have seen the round logo of the green. Yes. So, so they make sure the material used in a particular skincare product. Uh, is made with the ingredient which are have the rating of less harmful. They are not highly harmful. They are close to the zero or one, their rating of the harmless. So that's another industry is working very great towards this side to make it uh, the industry more cleaner and more sustainable or more, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, towards. So we are not harming the nature, basically. And, you know, because I've been in this industry for so long, I've seen this evolution. Um, right. And it's very exciting to see how uh, the, um, what's the word I want? The truth, truth. <laughs> yes. that comes to right. my mind, you know, right. because back in the Wild West, so to speak, I mean, people would make these claims and make these statements and call it this and call it yeah. that. And I have from the very beginning been yeah. committed to truth. You know, that is true. That is true. You know, I just want products that are as uh, uh, pure and clean as possible before that word was even used, um, right. but that created results. Yeah. And that to me was the most important thing that these products had to do. Now, right. uh, you know, another term that's used uh, or not used, but meaning when it's called a clean line, laurel sulfate, which is soap. Um, And fragrance, of course, we spoke about earlier, you know, fragrance free, Um, animal testing or byproducts. I think people understand that very, you know, very clearly today. But uh, parabens, which are preservatives. So talk a little bit about um, laurel sulfate and parabens and why do they have a bad rap and what do you think about that? Yeah, so, uh, of course, the laurel sulfate are the category of surfactants which is being used in the cleansers and right, hair right. care products. Yes. And uh, so basically the surfactant, if you see sodium laureth sulfate, mm-hmm. ammonium laureth sulfate, mm-hmm. sodium lauryl sulfate. So some of these surfactants are ethoxylated. Ethoxylated means when we create the surfactant, there is a process of ethoxylation to combine um, the, the, the lauric acid and the sodium moiety together to create a surfactant. So ethoxylation, we use the ethylene oxide gas to combine those. So that's what the surfactant is created. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that ethoxylation is that uh, there is a kind of a chemical material, 1,4-dioxane, which is released by these ethoxylated surfactants. And that's a carcinogenic. I see. So that has proven that that material is carcinogenic. Over the period of time, the more amount of ethoxylated surfactant in the formula, the more chances of releasing 1,4-dioxane into the uh, finished product, which we use, and and that can be a carcinogenic. Mm -hmm. So because of that reason, the Mm -hmm. ethoxylation process for emulsifier, for Mm -hmm. surfactant, for any other ingredient which are ethoxylated are not considered good for skin care. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be it can cause the the, the cancer uh, to the human being. It can be their carcinogenic to the human mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. So that's the basically, yeah. So it's not it's you know I really didn't understand the full essence because uh, we in our uh, I think I reformulated our uh, cleanser 
uh, with that um, uh, called Melt Away in 2013, and okay. so and so replaced the laurel sulfate with a, you know a, 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 a better safe and clean uh, dried surfactant. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and as I said, I mean, in the last so many years, so many new things has come. Mm -hmm. So many clean ingredients have come. Their their performance is at par with the synthetic ingredient. Mm -hmm. Now I so when I started my consulting company in 2018. My 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 dream and my my focus is on to create the formula. Of course, what client wants. I can I have worked with a formulation development on conventional ingredient. I have worked with an organic certified natural and all spectrum of this. So mm -hmm. my focus is, and I'm seeing more and more when the client comes, they always ask about can we create this kind of a product but not using the synthetic or chemical ingredient making with the clean ingredient answer as of today is yes mm -hmm. we can mm -hmm. do that mm -hmm. we can generate earlier uh, i can say maybe seven eight years ago there were not too many preservative preservation is very important in a in any kind of a development whether it's a yeah. pharmaceutical or cosmetic very important yeah. aspect of yeah. development so we never had very good preservative we used to have only kind of a very strong preservative like uh, parabens uh, mm -hmm. 57 parabens or, um, or, or 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 benzene or phenol uh, phenolic group based uh, preservative they were very strong they also had you know a lot of reports says they are carcinogenic uh, at certain higher level. So then cosmetic industry started going away from those preservatives. Mm -hmm. As of today, also a lot of people uses them and uh, they don't care about uh, whether these are, you know, not a good preservative. But I, I don't want to go in that debate because a lot of people use. But mm -hmm. when someone comes to me and asks me, can you create a skincare product, very strong, stable, uh, microbiologically stable, uh, and we don't, we should not have any problem. Mm -hmm. I say answer is yes. I mm -hmm. can I can make a formulation with a clean preservative. They are not synthetic. They are if they are not coming from natural sources, but they are they are they are prepared in the lab, but they are made with a safe ingredient and clean ingredients. Yeah. So there are now multiple. Yeah. Yeah. We are yeah. using yeah. We are right. using a lot of food grade preservative and cosmetic. Very strong. Mm -hmm. Strong means strong for keeping product stable. Stable, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the first uh, times I um, utilized your brilliance. I uh, one one of my uh, masks was uh, having problems, and uh, you like in a New York minute were able to <laughs> uh, diagnose that. But I that same time that we re-engineered in thirteen, okay. um, you know, the line is paraben free. Uh, but what one of the things though I find, Lokesh, because I'm an ingredient junkie like you, I mean, I'm always looking at uh, other lines in their, you know, ingredient deck, as we call it. Um, and it's interesting to me, without naming names, how many large companies have yes. not re, uh, reformulated from that position. You that just, don't, they don't care. I mean, yeah. it sells and it, the people love it and that's that, but they would and could, I mean, they should yes. do it. Uh, but they haven't. So yeah. uh, very interesting to me how many still have right. parabens. Yeah. So yeah. you will surprise to know. I mean, I started my consulting in 2018. Since mm -hmm. then, I'm formulating for brands, niche market brands, some uh, medium-sized companies brand, and majority of them are coming back and saying, "Lokesh, we want to create a clean product." 
Yeah. If you if you now and and this is because of the awareness of all these ingredient. Uh, I'm collaborating with one of my friend. Uh, her company name is Dandy Days. If you look at uh, the uh, the on the LinkedIn, and she's been from the industry. She has worked with the raw material supplier, and now she's bringing on board the people who have the interest and wanted to tell the cosmetic world the clean and performing product can be created. Mm -hmm. It is not like I cannot create without silicone. No, answer is no. We can create. So she is. So I'm collaborating with her. I'm a part partner to her collaboration. So the company name is Dandy Days. She has kind of a sustainability report recently. She compiled from the cosmetic for the cosmetic industry. She has a lot of knowledge of the ingredient. She directs the client who does not know, uh, you know, who can formulate with the clean ingredients. So she direct to us. So so that's what the industry oh, is working great. towards. That's great. I'm working with the, those those partners to you know uh, make more awareness from the formulation side. Uh, she's from the raw material side. She always recommend that. Then we all together are trying our effort to make the industry clean, safe, and healthy for everyone. You know. That's wonderful. That's well. That and it should be that way. It's yeah. just about knowledge and awareness, like everything, yes. like you said about the uh, the environment and the like. That it is about raising consciousness and awareness. And the right. more people that understand, then they're going to demand products yeah. that are truly are manufactured or, or developed and yeah. then manufactured from that position. And, and if you see, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but if you see all these big retailers like Sephora, yeah. uh, Kilo Beauty, if you see, you walk in their stores. Oh, majority of high-end cosmetics are coming with the sale, clean at Sephora, this at this, this at this. So people are, what I see as today market, people are getting awareness from yes. the channels like me, from my friend, like they are making aware people, look, things are there, we can mm -hmm. uh, exploit into the uh, product and we can make the product clean. Yeah, no, it's so true. The awareness is, is absolutely there. Right. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned... Um, your family, um, your parents, and your sisters, do they still live in India? Or are they in the United States, or where yeah. are they? Yeah, so no, I'm the only one in the United States. Okay. My younger sister is living in Dubai. My brother and my elder sister living in India. And mm -hmm. uh, very well, yeah, my mom is there. Uh, yeah, the sad news, I lost my father last year. He was 79 years old. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I can say today is his first anniversary. Oh my. Yeah. Oh so I, I'm giving interview today morning. I talked to my mom and uh, she's fine. But uh, my dad lived his life uh, very clean and uh, he was engineer. He retired. Then his philosophy was he kept working with the mm -hmm. companies back in India. He was engineer. So he was always an active person. Mm -hmm. Even last year i mean uh, before this lockdown happened across the globe before that he was working going to the work office mm -hmm. but uh, he had surgery because of that he uh, could not sustain for a long time mm -hmm. so he was 79 year old mm -hmm. so that's today is the day i'm interviewing but uh, that's oh, wow. little in yeah. from my inside is little sad as well i had no idea wow and i normally don't ask about family but you know um because it it is your story and uh, but I do. It was something that was in my spirit about your your family, you know, and you know because that was the creative piece to you, you know, yes. and your dad being an engineer, 
But also because you said, the other thing that came to my mind is because you said that uh, every day you go to the lab, you said to the bench, is what you yes. use the term, and that you uh, create something. So every yes. day you're creating something. Every day. Every day. And you're going to do that, you said, until the day yeah. you go home to, uh, to, <laughs> to wherever. And so, um, yeah. and to, so like, that's what made me think of your father you know, and creating and the creativity that was in you to continue yeah. to go on and create. So that's, oh, uh, so uh, to your dad and your mom uh, and your family, my condolences. And so now in the United States, you've been here for, what, 25 almost, years? Uh, almost, yeah, 22 years, yeah. Yeah, 22 years. And so... Um, do you see, because I'm sure you're, you know, because you're an international uh, businessman, do you see the world um, coming together from the same philosophy? I'm talking about European companies with skincare. Where oh, do you yeah. see that? Yeah. In fact, um, uh, uh, I, I have some uh, clients, uh, I have clients across the globe, and uh, they are really, uh, as I said, now the people are getting more aware of what's happening in the industry. What is the unique selling point for the products? Mm -hmm. People are getting aware. No one, if you tell someone, hey, this product is not good, it may uh, cause problem, skin other problem to you. I mean, it, cause, it may cause dryness, it may cause itchiness, or it may mm -hmm. be in long term, if you are using for a long time, it may cause this. People understand, consumer understand. So sure. now, yeah, so uh, this is happening across the globe. Of course, Europe is a little far ahead from us and yeah. uh, they try to create more clean environment as well as mm -hmm. the clean product. Mm -hmm. And uh, their industry, uh, of course, is a little more stricter than the US. And I would say we have to have more strict action in US for the manufacturers, for the manufacturer of the raw material, how things are happening. So uh, I would say it's happening across the globe. People are trying to make a high-end skincare, but the safe and clean. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, people, uh, the consumer, when they are coming to know what is good for me, what is not good for you know them, yeah. they are also making a selection what product they are going to use, mm -hmm. uh, going to put on their skin. It is happening across the globe. I can say that, yeah. Because you know, with the um, the pandemic, it affected the entire world right. and is affecting the entire world. And I mean, for instance, <clears throat> you and I are doing this podcast. Um, I am going to be on a podcast with a woman who is in Slovenia. Oh, I mean, so the world is coming together on so many I mean, levels. And there's true. an app called Clubhouse. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but um, there are Clubhouse rooms that, I mean, I listen to people there in England, they're in uh, India, they're all over the world. And right. it is amazing. So it's just a it's just a phenomenon that is, that's what made me think, I know, like you shared, and you said it earlier too, that Europe is so ahead of us. And as a matter of fact, when you go to Europe, um, it, you know, the drugstore is like, um, the whole drugstore is like a pharmacy. Pharmacy, yeah, that yes. is true. Yes. That I is mean, true. It's much more serious on everyone. Right. Yeah, right. So that, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Well, I'm so blessed to have you with me today, and I am so joyful for you because, as I said, I've known you for many years. Probably mid 2000s is when I met you. Right? Yeah, that is true. Somewhere in there, That's and true. Um, 
you know, you are such a genius and a beautiful person. And I'm so, so joyful. You're welcome. But I mean it. And yeah. you just have so much to bring uh, to the world. And I'm so blessed, thankful that you now have your own business and you're flourishing. So that's yeah. Amazing. No, thank you very much, and thanks for calling me, Megan. No, no, I, I, I haven't finished. One okay. last thing. One last okay. thing. I ask all my guests the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now there is a book called Three Feet from Gold, and this premise, Lokesh, is really the essence of Unique Leaders Live, because the book it's a it's a basically a um, fiction. But it was uh, loosely form, uh, written from an autobiography of mm -hmm. Greg Reed. Um, and it's a book written uh, together with Sharon Lecter, who is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the co-author. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, the East Coast in the United States during the gold rush. And he had stars in his eyes and he went west to claim his, you know, gold vein, his gold. And he bought a piece of land and he started chipping away at it. And he got very, very discouraged. And then he finally gave up and he sold it to someone in the local town. And in three feet, he struck gold. Oh. So that's why it's called Three Feet from Gold. Three Feet Gold, okay. So Sharon has what Sharon Lecter has, what she calls the success formula. And it is your passion plus talent times association, uh, association plus action plus faith equal success. Success. That's okay. Correct. So, what would you say your passion and your talent is? Yeah, my passion is, as I said, I mean, it's a passion from my childhood to create, of course, one of the best formulation. Um, uh, for skincare industry, my some of my clients ask me a question. Look, is what is the best product you have created so far? My answer is it is yet to come. <laughs> Amen. 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 That's why you're at the bench every yeah, day. Every day. Away. Yeah. And and I, I always feel. I mean, you create something new every day. Mm -hmm. So for any researcher, for any researcher, any product coming may not be the last product. It may be product, but it may not be the last product, the best product for them. Mm -hmm. It is always there because efforts, when you keep making effort, you always get something, 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 something. You, your, This is your journey. When you start your journey, of course, there is a destination, but there is beyond something from the destination. Mm -hmm. So that's what my passion is to you know keep creating the good product, creating the product which is good for the environment, good mm -hmm. for the nature. And uh, we, with our collaborative partner, we wanted to really work in that direction and keep doing the things. And um, that's what my passion is. And your talent? My talent, of course, uh, my passion, my uh, coming out from my talent. <laughs> it's together. Together, together. Yes, together. Yes. so it is coming out of my, so from my childhood when I'm a curious for something and I'm mm -hmm. always looking from that perspective yeah. and I try to generate something, uh, then it becomes a kind of a talent, you know, yes, uh, exactly. from your yes. from your age, then yes. that gives you your passion to continuely working towards that goal, you know. Yes, so that's all it is. So.
Yeah. Well, Lokesh, again, thank you for joining me today. And I know that this is going to bless so many people around the world with hope and infinite possibilities, because that's what you just said, meaning yeah. that you've wanted to create something uh, that, that best that could be, and you strive yeah. every day. So if you would wait in the green room for a minute, I'll be back to you. But I just want to say goodbye to our friends. Thank All you right. So Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow, wow, wow. What a blessing that was to visit with Lokesh for this hour, sharing about his goals, his dreams, his aspirations from a young man in uh, India, creating and, can, well, actually looking and seeing and thinking and then creating and then continuing on. What a journey. But I'm sure you can see in that story that it is about starting and never stopping and holding on to his dreams and his goals and aspirations. And he's not going to stop. And so I just just loved listening to him. And of course, we talk shop a bit, but I wanted to highlight things that I know that you are interested in because I'm asked those questions all the time about products and how they're formulated and different uh, differentials of things. So I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. So please do share this out and do go to our YouTube page, Megan DiMartino, Hope and Possibilities is uh, one YouTube page, but then Unique Leaders, which is this show right here. So you can go to the Megan Martino page and you'll find both. Subscribe to it because it does help other people to find these amazing stories. I mentioned Sharon Lecter, Greg Reed. There's other amazing people on it with their such you know, rich and powerful stories that I know you can just glean from and really be encouraged by. So go to the YouTube page, and this will be on all the podcasting platforms by Tuesday, and this will also be replayed tomorrow. So you'll be able to share it again. If you miss it today, you'll it'll be on Facebook um, on Saturday, but it is on YouTube. So do go and enjoy and go again and again, because there's so many points from Lokesh's story about not only his personal journey, but information about skincare, how they're put together and what is important for you. Thank you for joining me today on Unique Leaders Live, and we'll see you next Friday for another amazing story. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at megandemartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities, Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.